0: of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Thank you for joining me today today. As we are looking at Psalm 145, another psalm of David, Uh, when we get into 146, it is not attributed to David, so um, this is one of those several that I mentioned uh, in a previous episode that would be uh, several psalms of David in a row. This is one of those. Um, It is a song of praise, and so uh, Psalm 145, the psalmist Here leads Israel in praise of the Lord. And the poem here is the first of six hymns that close the Psalter, uh, sort of like a display of fireworks. If you ever go to a July the 4th celebration, you see the fireworks, you see all the cool stuff going up in the air, maybe 15, 20 minutes and that last minute or two. It's the fireworks, I mean, it's the grand finale, fireworks everywhere. And that's sort of what this is like. Uh, in the book of Psalms. And so this psalm is an acrostic, each parallel line beginning with a consecutive letter of the alphabet. One letter, the letter none, is missing here, and possibly a copyist's error. (laughs) Um, But either way, this is still inspired scripture that God designed and wanted us to have. So, let's get into Psalm 145. Let me read for it, and uh, read you the text, and then we will get into my commentary. I will extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and His greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall commend your works to another, and shall declare your mighty acts. All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and tell of your power to make known the children of man your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord is faithful in all his words and kind. In all his works. The Lord upholds all who are, f- who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all who look to you and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and kind in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call on him. To all who call him in truth. He fulfills the desire of those who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. So let's look at a few things here in this text. In the very first verse, David refers to The Lord as his God and his King. I will extol you, my God and my King. So you see immediately the authority that God has in the life of the psalmist here. And he speaks of his greatness. In verse 3, he says, Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. In other words, God's power and might are so great that finite human minds are unable to comprehend them fully. And this verse teaches the doctrine of the incomprehensibility of God. People can have a true understanding of God, but never a complete or an exhaustive one. Now, don't hear what I am not saying. I have heard people use this sort of idea to justify sin. In other words, oh, we could never know God. We could never know the will of God. I've heard that. Maybe you have too. That's not what this doctrine suggests. (laughs) In fact, God has given us scripture so that we do know what he needs us to know. But as far as knowing him completely, his character and who he is, he is unsearchable. Verse four, one generation shall commend your works to another. Parents had the duty of instructing their children in the ways of the Lord. We see this in Deuteronomy six. Um. This is one reason I believe that, uh, certainly uh, biblically, but I believe also constitutionally, um, government does not hold the role of education, nor should they. Education is the role of parents. It is a parental task. Parents have the ultimate obligation to make sure their children become productive adults. Education is given to parents, not to government. And we, even Christians, have uh, moved so far away from that concept that we just pass kids off as if it is the government's responsibility to educate children. Uh, you see, you may see posts sometimes on social media. Why don't we teach children useful skills in life? Changing a tire, balancing a checkbook, taxes. Well, why is that the school's responsibility? Why aren't you teaching that? Ed, you're the parent. That is your responsibility. Anytime in scripture you see anything about raising up a child, training a child, that responsibility is given to parents. And so this psalm, one generation will commend your works to another. Parents are given the, the obligation, the task of training their children in the, ra- the ways of the Lord. says so in verse 5, on the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works, I will meditate. So God is great in what he is and what he does, and the psalmist will meditate upon that. Verse 8, the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. This wording occurs a number of times throughout scripture, beginning in Exodus 34, 6. And then he says in verse 9, the Lord is good to to all, Think of this, to all, to everyone. That includes people who die and go to hell. Yes, hell is a literal, real place. The Lord is good to all and loves all. That's not to say that he won't hold people accountable. That's not to say that God will just let everyone spend eternity with him. That is not what it is saying, but he is good to all. Then in verse 8, he is slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love. He is gracious and merciful. So God allows people to live in spite of their deep sin, and that is a sign of his mercy. Verse 10 All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord. All your works. This is sort of discussing the general revelation of God. Someone asked me one time, what would happen to a good man, say in a remote indigenous area somewhere, who lived a good life and died without ever hearing the gospel? And my response to this person was, well, such a person would go to heaven. But the problem is such a person does not exist. There is not such a person that is a good man. We are all evil. And besides that, Paul even says in Romans chapter 1 that uh, that God's invisible attributes and his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived since the creation of the world. In things that have been made in nature, and so everyone is without excuse and so there is a general revelation, a broad revelation to everyone in the world and without digging too deep into my Calvinistic theology here um, we we have in jesus said in matthew twenty two many are called, but few are chosen and there is a similar uh, talking about call, uh, in Romans 8, Apostle Paul says that um, those he predestined he also called, and those he called he also justified, and those he justified he glorified. So this call here, uh, in, in the New Testament, you see three different types of calls. You see a general call, a general revelation. In other words, preaching the gospel, that is something that everyone hears. You see a salvific call and that is to the elect and then you also see a call as far as direction in other words an occupation god calls someone to ministry he calls someone to do something to go into missions that's that type of call and so there are different types of calls that we see in the new testament and when we see this uh that those he predestined he also called uh this is talking about a salvific call in other words every single person that god predestined is called and those he called, he justifies. Every person called is justified. Okay, so so trek with me here. Those he called, he justified. Every single person who is called is justified. So is this talking about the broad generic preaching call that everyone hears? Obviously not, because not everyone is justified. This is also one of the verses that we can um, that that we use. And that we can see the idea of limited atonement, not only limited atonement, but irresistible grace. Every person that is called is justified. They don't resist it. Okay? And so you may think, well, many are called, but few are chosen. So this that is talking about the general call. Everyone will hear the gospel, but few will receive it. Many are called, few are chosen. Yet those who God called, he also justified. That is talking about a salvific call. There is a general revelation, a broad revelation that everyone has. And that is what the psalmist is speaking of here. In verse 10, all your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord. The general, broad revelation of God. It says in verse 11, they shall speak of the glory of your kingdom. So the revelation of God as the king who rules his kingdom emphasizes his sovereign power and his control over his creation. Verse 13, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. God is eternal and his kingdom will never be destroyed. You see Nebuchadnezzar's confession of that in Daniel chapter 4. Verse 14, The Lord upholds all who are falling. So God is compassionate toward the weak and He restores the erring. Verse 16. You opened your hand, you satisfied the desire of every living thing. So God gives gifts to all His creatures, people and animals, saints and sinners. Verse 18. The Lord is near to all who call on him. So while God is kind to all his creation, the psalm goes on to specify those who love him and who turn to him. Verse 19, he fulfills the desire of all who fear him, those who are godly. So this is a psalm that leads in praise to the Lord, and as I, I said, this sets up several psalms that end the Psalter as the grand finale of praise to God. So here is Psalm 145 set to music. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship Podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones.
1: i Show.